0: Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda and today we're going to be doing an update on Fort Hood. Looks like the base is cleaning house and it's about darn time. But before I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button below, hit the notification bell to all, please give this video a like and share this out where you can. Now, let's get into it. Since July 30th, 2020, there was an independent review committee put in place that was to review the culture and the climate at Fort Hood. From that came a 136-page report of their findings, and a few days ago, on Tuesday, December 8th, there was a press conference held at the Pentagon. The Army Secretary, Ryan McCarthy, announced that the failures in leadership led to the ongoing issues at Fort Hood. Here's a look.
1: Over the course of 103 days, the panel surveyed 31,612 soldiers, interviewed 647 soldiers, and met with civic and elected leaders, local law enforcement leaders, and the local district attorneys. On November 9, the panel briefed the Army senior leaders and provided nine findings and 70 recommendations. The findings of the committee identified major flaws with sexual harassment and assault response prevention program from implementation, reporting, and adjudication. Fundamental issues with Fort Hood Criminal Investigation Command field office activities that led to unaddressed problems on Fort Hood. And finally, a command climate at Fort Hood that was permissive of sexual harassment and sexual assault. Further, the committee made 70 recommendations to improve the following areas. Overall SHARP program structure, Fort Hood Criminal Investigation Field Office command activities, Army Missing Soldier protocols, Fort Hood Crime Prevention and Response activities, Army-wide command climate issues, and Fort Hood Public Affairs activities. The tragic death of Vanessa Guillen and a rash of other challenges at Fort Hood forced us to take a critical look at our systems, our policies, and ourselves. But without leadership, systems don't matter. This is not about metrics, but about possessing the ability to have the human decency, to show compassion for our teammates, and to look out for the best interests of our soldiers. This report, without a doubt, will cause the Army to change our culture. I have decided to accept all these findings in whole. In response, we have created the People First Task Force to map out a plan to tackle them. We have formed a mechanism to ensure we have the right systems and resources while focusing on commitment over compliance. While the independent review focused on the command climate and culture at Fort Hood. The findings contained in the committee's report impact the entire army of more than 1 million soldiers, 247,000 civilians, and their families. The People First Task Force will analyze the findings and 70 recommendations in the report, develop a plan to address the issues identified by the committee, and reevaluate current policy and programs. The Army will begin implementation by March 2021.
0: Now one of the policies that will be implemented is the policy on missing soldiers. How commanders will deal with missing soldiers, a 48-hour implementation where they list soldiers as absent, unknown, and they will do everything they can to locate these soldiers and determine if their absence is voluntary or not before declaring them AWOL or absent without leave.
1: I have also signed a new Missing Soldier policy. The policy will assist in tracking and finding missing soldiers. It clarifies expectations and responsibilities of unit commanders and law enforcement authorities, focusing on the first 48 hours a soldier is missing. It creates new processes for soldiers reporting to duty status and casualty status, for supporting missing soldiers' families and aids in identifying whether the absence is voluntary before calling it absent without leave.
0: In this report, it also stated that there were 503 out of 647 soldiers interviewed that were women. 93 had credible accounts of sexual assault, yet only 59 were reported. There were 217 unreported accounts of sexual harassment that was discovered. Now, moving forward, Ryan said that 14 leaders have been relieved or suspended.
1: And finally, we need the right leadership. I've determined the issues at Fort Hood are directly related to leadership failures. Leaders drive culture and are responsible for everything the unit does or does not happen to do. I am gravely disappointed that leaders failed to effectively create a climate that treated all soldiers with dignity and respect, and that failed to reinforce everyone's obligation to prevent and properly respond to allegations of sexual harassment and sexual assault. Because of this, to restore trust and confidence and accountability, I have directed the relief and or suspension of commanders and other leaders from the Corps to the squad level. I have directed the relief of the three Corps Deputy Commanding General for support the 3rd Armored Cavalry Regiment Command Team and suspended the 1st Cavalry Division Command Team pending the results of a new investigation into the command climate of the division. In total, 14 leaders have been relieved or suspended from their positions. In addition, we are directing an investigation regarding Criminal Investigation Command resourcing policies and procedures. Accountability and transparency are foundational as we move forward. We have a great deal of work ahead of us. This is an initial step to addressing and fixing these issues. Even though we are part of one of the most respected institutions in the world, living up to the American people's trust is something we have to do every day. I believe in this institution and its officers, non-commissioned officers, soldiers, civilians, And their families with every fiber of my being because of the extraordinary things they do on a daily basis. I'm confident in our leaders' ability to overcome this challenge and to continue to win our nation's wars while caring for our people.
0: The leaders who were fired include Army Major General Scott Efflant, who was in charge at the time when Vanessa was killed. He had a planned transfer to Fort Bliss, where he was supposed to take over the leadership of the 1st Armored Division, but it was postponed with the investigation of Vanessa and other soldiers. Others fired include Colonel Ralph Overland, the 3rd Cavalry Regiment Commander, and his command, Sergeant Major Bradley Knapp. Those who were suspended were Major General Jeffrey Broadwater, who was the commander of the 1st Cavalry Divisions, and his command Sergeant Major Thomas C. Kenny. The Army did not release the names of the other lower-ranking soldiers who face possible discipline. It's said that these actions will lead to investigations, and they will also lead to a wide range of punishments from a simple letter of reprimand to a military discharge. Also, the base commander, Army Lieutenant General Pat White, will not face any administrative action. He was deployed to Iraq as the commander there for most of the year. Now, here's a very concerning statistic. There were 25 soldiers who were at Fort Hood in the last year that died from suicide, homicide, or accidents. And I've mentioned this in my previous videos. There's actually a giant list of people who are missing or dead from previous years. I think it's in the hundreds. I believe it's almost 200. So it's not just in the last year. This is an ongoing issue. Now, Natalie Kawam, the Gienst attorney, said Criminal Investigation Command, known as CID, those officers are among those who were fired or suspended. And the panel found that Fort Hood was used as a training ground for these new CID officers, and there was a lot of turnover, is what they said, and many of the officers were inexperienced and over-assigned. Now, Natalie Kwam, again, who's the Guillen family's attorney, said, "'Vanessa's death will not be in vain. We cannot afford to lose another Vanessa.'" And at the Pentagon on Tuesday, the review panel then came out and talked about the review they conducted. They had 90 days to do this, and this included in-person interviews and a survey with 31,000 responses, which is the amount of people at Fort Hood and it was on sexual assault and sexual harassment. They said they found a deep dissatisfaction with the Sexual Assault and Harassment Reporting and Response Program, otherwise known as SHARP. They said that female soldiers stated they were afraid of retaliation of their complaints, fear they would be moved to other jobs, fear the confidentiality would be compromised and their careers would be over. There were also complaints about how long it took to investigate Some were up to a year with still nothing done. And many soldiers reported that they didn't report the incidences because of their lack of confidence in this program. And here lies a major, major problem. And one that's familiar to many of you who are watching if you are either a soldier or outside of the base. This happens quite a bit. There's many people who fear coming forward that it's not going to be taken seriously or ignored. And here lies a major, major issue. Now, Vanessa's sister Lupe talked about Vanessa way back in the spring when she was having these issues about sexual harassment. And she said, I can't report it. I've seen other girls pass through the same situation and they ignore them. They say that they're lying. They don't listen to them. And one of the other panel members named Carrie Ricci, who is a retired member of the Army's Judge Advocates General Corps and who served at Fort Hood for three years, said she had an important message to give to these female soldiers. She said, I want them to know that we believe you. We believe you. And she was very adamant about that and she said it was very, very important. And Chris Swecker, who is the committee chairman, and he's also the retired head of the FBI's Criminal Investigation Division, said there was a significant lack of emphasis on the sexual assault response program and also Fort Hood has a serious crime problem that largely goes unaddressed. He said commanders are guilty more of acts of omission rather than acts of commission. He also said there was little visible deterrent or plan to prevent crimes that range from assault to drug use. Fort Hood, he said, has the highest rate of positive drug tests in the Army. And side note, it's pretty much the highest rate of all kinds of things, including assault, sexual harassment, All of these things are quite high and the most high from what I've read and understand at Fort Hood. And one of the major issues that came up was there wasn't any kind of missing soldier protocols. And... This is now being addressed and General James McConville, who is the Chief of Staff of the Army said he spoke to Vanessa's mom Gloria on Tuesday and he told her we are holding leaders accountable and we will fix this. And Vanessa's mom said that the administrative actions were a step in the right direction. She says she wanted to see those who had failed her daughter to serve jail time. She said, nothing is going to take away the pain I feel as her mother all day and all night. And Gloria also said that all she has now is to look at pictures of Vanessa and never to see her again. She said, I told the Secretary of the Force, Ryan McCarthy, that yes, it's very good that you caught some, but no, I want a case. I want a case that uncovers the truth of what truly happened, what happened to my daughter. Why was her murder so cruel? She was not a cockroach. She was an innocent human, and they killed her. And it wasn't just her. They did so to various soldiers. Fort Hood is corrupt. Fort Hood is the worst that could have happened to me because that's where my daughter died. And it's because of this family, the Guillen family, and what happened to Vanessa, that there is major changes happening to Fort Hood, and hopefully now across the entire army. And I've said this before, and you could see it in the Guillen family, they weren't going to back down. They had Vanessa's back, and they weren't going to let what happened to Vanessa go ignored as so many others were gone or ignored, including Vanessa. And their attorney, Natalie Kwam wasn't going to back down either. So now we can hope that these changes will be implemented and they will be followed through. And there will be less incidences, hopefully no incidences, of this happening to women or to men. And who wants to live in an environment like that, where there's drugs, where there's abuse, where there's sexual harassment, where there's sexual assault? Nobody wants to live like that, and nobody should have to suffer through that. What are your thoughts about this report? I am going to put this 136-page report in the description below. Also, do you think that these changes are going to be effective? Do you think that there's going to be lasting change? And are you a soldier who's watching this video? What are your thoughts? Please let me know in the comments below. Let's have a chit chat below. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.